0: But i tell you,
1: Pete King, he gets mentioned everywhere, this guy. He always comes on and goes, oh, I was at a dinner last night. They're like, hey, is Sid really that guy? Pete King, Lee Zeldin in front of a subway station two days ago. Am I a Pete King Republican? Remember that? You heard that. Pete King is the man. Congressman for, I don't know, 30-plus years. Homeland Security. And now a huge star here at WABC. And more importantly, an actual close friend, him and Rosemary, and Melissa's him, of the Rosenberg family. Here's my guy, Pete. Hello, Pete.
0: Sid great to be with you, and uh, thanks for all the kind words. And I, I assume Melissa was listening. If she hears you say something good about her, <laughs> that'll make no, that like make her day, even though what? Uh, you're trading Fred for Melissa? I don't yes, know. Yes. Oh. Yes. But we That's made the deal. I, I quite it That
1: out. deal, and I'm, and I'm actually embarrassed to say this, but that deal became official at Bernie's wake. That's when he made the actual deal, if you remember.
0: Wow. I was just like <laughs> a player to be named later or what? I don't know what's going on. Well, Maybe I don't, don't know.
1: Uh, I get Melissa, you get Freddie. You probably should get a player to be named later, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, uh, You uh, mentioned Bernie. Yeah. I am really looking forward to that mass next Wednesday at yeah. St. Patrick's. It would be a great way to have a, a final tribute to Bernie, even though it never be final in our minds. But, I mean, it's just uh, uh, hopefully his family will be there and see the tremendous amount of affection and love and respect that so yeah. many people had for uh, Bernie and continue to have. It really lives on. I mean, the other day I was going down the, the blocks to the Seaford High School at a football game they're playing Malvern. And a neighbor who I hadn't even met before comes up to me and he starts talking about Bernie as if yeah. Bernie was a mutual friend of him and me. And, again, he's never met Bernie Yeah, Just from listening to him on the radio. And then people say, how is he doing? How is he holding up? And uh, that happened to me any number of times in the last week. And uh, mm-hmm. I have to say, in fairness to you, that your name is always included. They feel sorry that Bernie has passed away. They feel terrible. And they really feel bad for you as to how you know, you're coping without your good friends.
1: You know, it hasn't been easy, uh, but I come on the air every day and I'm obligated not just to John and Chad and Margot, but to this New York audience to put on a really great radio show. And I find a way to do it every day with help from great people like you. That is going to be a great match next Wednesday. Yes, his family is coming. Carol already confirmed. So they will be there. And it's open to the public. So not just Peter King or Rudy Giuliani. Anybody on the street who loves Bernard can and should show up a week from today on his birthday. His birthday, October 26th from uh, 10 to noon. I do want to mention a local race going on in my neighborhood. You know these players very, very well. One Paul King has become a good friend of mine. Oh, yeah. No relation to you. And I love his wife, Margaret Powers. She's great. And he's running she against... Stop,
0: she's, she, she's always working on that. Always. Right, she,
1: yeah, she's yeah. always working. And he's running against uh, a longtime political veteran in that Avon area, Gregory Meeks. And I guess it turns out that King wanted to debate Meeks, and Meeks pulled... I mean, what happened with that whole story?
0: Yeah, my understanding is that, uh, first of all, Paul was wanted to debate Greg Meeks throughout the entire campaign. And to me, uh, if you're the incumbent, you owe the uh, challenger at least one real debate. I mean, probably more than that, but at least one. And uh, sometimes you don't want to go onto the other guy's turf. You figure you're going to be outnumbered. Well, actually, my understanding is the NAACP invited Greg and Paul King to have a uh, debate. I think it's tomorrow night, Thursday night of this week. And uh, uh, Greg Meeks is out of the country, so they're not going to have the debate. now. Paul will be on by Zoom, but to me, uh, listen, I've known Gregory Meeks for a long time, uh, and he owes it to a, a contender, certainly a real challenger, like Paul King, who is really the kind of guy you want in politics. He's a real, first of all, he's very intelligent, very able, very knowledgeable, but he's also a real neighborhood guy. I mean, I saw him down there when there was that event forum uh, you know, down in Bell Harbor. I mean, he, you couldn't have asked for a, a, a guy who identifies with people the way he does. And so, to me, he it's, it's really wrong for him not to have a forum to debate Greg Migs. I commend the NAACP for uh, offering to have the debate and for still going ahead by letting Paul King have his time on Zoom. But, uh, no, this is it, – it's wrong. And uh, hopefully, you know, the local newspapers like The Wave and others will say on top of this because Paul is uh, – again, he is a solid, solid candidate. You couldn't ask for a better guy in Congress.
1: Glad you mentioned the wave. My friend Mark Healy, I'm actually the cover story of the wave coming up on Friday. The whole, the whole front page. We did a great interview a couple of days ago, and we talked about local politics, this race between... King and Meeks, another guy that you've endorsed, Peter, a dear friend of mine over the years, Thomas Sullivan. That's a hotbed right there. You get the Middle Village and Howard Beach and Breezy and right. Rockaway. You've got a couple of really important races. And I know that King and Sullivan are both underdogs to the incumbents right now, but I think both, much like Lee Zeldin, have a pretty decent chance, yes?
0: Oh, yeah, and I think, by the way, Lee Zeldin right now, if I had to bet, and, again, it's still, you know, 20 days out – but as of now, I would say Lee Zellman is going to win. And I'm not just wow. saying that because he's Republican. If you're the challenger and you were down by 17, 18, 19 points, and were for the most part unknown, and now it's, uh, less than three weeks ago you uh, managed to bring that down to six, five, four points. I mean, it's going your way. If that poll taken the other day had Lee down by four, I mean, he's probably down by two or one. And by Election Day, it's going I, – I, I feel this is going to be like Pataki in 1994 even more so because I think at least Mario Cuomo had a solid base of support in 1994. And again, as I'm, just, I'm not happy to say this. I worked with Kathy Hochul in Washington. I'm so disappointed in what she's done here in uh, in uh, Albany and New York. I don't know anyone who's going to wake up on election morning and say, i got to go out and vote for Kathy Hochul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people yeah. are going to go out and say, I'm going to vote against Democrats. I'm going to vote for Lee Zellman. And so I don't think Kathy Hochul has the base of support. Lee has built up a solid base. Plus, he's really cutting into the independent voters, the uh, more conservative and moderate Democrats. And uh, again, when you know they, they keep stressing these issues like Donald Trump and abortion, the fact is that people are getting thrown on subway tracks, people are getting mugged, immigrants, uh, illegal immigrants are flooding the city, crime is everywhere, inflation is out of control, and as the Democrats were afraid to talk about those issues. They're afraid to talk about bail reform. They're afraid to talk about all the discovery that the DAs have to make uh, to the uh, criminals. Uh, so this is – Lee is addressing real issues. He's got the record. And uh, it's just going his way. Also, I think having Alison Esposito, a retired top, yep. tremendous record. She, she's on as lieutenant governor. That sends the entire story. The first guy that Kathy Hochul picked to be lieutenant governor got indicted like two weeks later. <laughs> That's Said something about her sense of judgment. Got and
1: by the way, she then to a Benjamin who got a that she picked Delgado who can 't hold alison esposito 's jock she 's a woman, of course, but um, yeah she 's great, I love her In fact, I said one time at steve Lotto's house may not be a bad idea for her to be mayor and Lee to be Governor, no disrespect to my friend Derek Adams, but she is that impressive. You know a year ago, we watched in Nassau County, and I had a lot to do with it, as you know, Peter, people like Bruce Blakeman beat Laura Curran, Annie Donnelly. Beat Todd, Kaminsky, me, you, John, all of us uh, me, uh, were very important in those races. And now in your area, we got other races, right, like Swazi Seed, I guess, and uh, maybe Lee's too. What do those uh, local races look like out in Long Island?
0: You know, the big one that I'm, I'm involved in is uh, Anthony D'Esposito, who's really I love that kid. Today. I love him. Yeah, he's terrific. He's right now, I believe he's he is at least running even with Laura Gillen. And, again, I would say by election day, He's going to be out there at a time when crime and people being out of touch with uh, real people uh, to me the main issues. Anthony D'Esposito is a real person. He's there. He's on the ground, and he's a cop with over 600 arrests he made. He was a detective, and he worked worked in the toughest sections of uh, New York City, East New York areas like that. So again, that is the race I'm watching. I think uh, uh, Lilota is, is 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 definitely going to win Lee Zeldin's seat, and uh, Andrew Gabarino. Uh, actually, uh, I, I know you gave him a hard time, but he won a big endorsement from Newsday yesterday, and he's really running a solid campaign. So, yeah, I, I think we're in good, a very good shape, but the one I'm really focused on is Anthony. Uh, yeah. uh, positive Andrew Garbarino going to yeah. win, but Anthony D'Esposito, who is going to be my congressman, and I've known him for many years. He's a good friend of Al D'Amato, and uh, I, I'm with him all the way.
1: I'm not going to hold that against him. Uh, but <laughs> I love Al. I'm just kidding, obviously. Uh, in terms of uh, Garbarino... I became friendly with Bobby Cornichelli, so I I do like him. Uh, That's kind of why I I pulled away just a little, plus that January 6th up. But right now, I'm endorsing Garbarino wholeheartedly, so hopefully he uh, he wins as well. So I get a text yesterday, right after the Yankee game, from a Met fan, a diehard Met fan. And his name is Pete King. And he's like, this is good for New York, the Yankees win. And I said, yes, it is. And then he texted me something else, and I said, Let's go Astros. But on a serious note, even guys like you and I, diehard Met fans, know that right now, playoff baseball in New York economically and even just from a general pride, a city pride, is not a bad thing. So I would hope that even Met fans can rejoice in this short lived Yankees success because they are going to get killed by the Astros.
0: You know, just like you know, you're know, you maturing and you learn how to be nice to your enemies and right. your, your people you disagree with, <laughs> right. uh, I was one of the, when I was a kid, I hated the New York Yankees. Well into my adulthood, I, I hated the New York Yankees. But I'm hitting a stage in my life where, first of all, being a New Yorker was more important. Uh, the fact is the city is in such tough shape. The state is in such uh, bad shape. Just like in 1969, New York City was in bad shape and the Mets won the World Series in many ways that saved the city. I think we have to, as New Yorkers, get together behind the Yankees. And Aaron Boone, I have met him a number of times over the years. I think he's a really good guy. Yes. And uh, Aaron Judge is class. He is really first class. When Yankee fans booed him last week. That was that was that was gross.
1: Sports. But let me remind you, Peter. Let me remind you, there were many Aprils. Derek Jeter always got off to a slow start. He hit one eighty four, one ninety. Right. They would boo Jeter. They boo Jeter. <clears> There's <throat> nothing new.
0: Yeah, I just think again, maybe because I'm showing my age, here, but I remember when Gil Hodges. The Dodgers were an 0 for 21 in the World Series. He couldn't hit them next year. Every time he came to bat, he gave him a great ovation. Priests and churches saying, Go home and pray for Gil Hodges. And then he ended up yeah. having a Hall of Fame career. That's right. I mean, listen, if, if a guy is lazy, if a guy is, uh, uh, is slacking, that's one thing. You boo a guy for that. But Aaron Judge, I mean, you've seen him before the game. He's out in the right field corner signing autographs to all the kids. And uh, he had 60. Listen, if I. Get two home runs. Never mind sixty-two. <laughs> I'd be impossible to live with. This guy who has sixty-two home runs. He just walking. You know, goes around the bases, his head down. Nothing. Nothing great about it. Can you imagine if you had sixty-two home runs, said you would be totally impossible. Oh please! Like, oh my God!
1: Please. Oh come on! Even now, I mean, I equate his sixty-two home runs to me and Bernie being number one, and I'm impossible. So it's kind of the same thing. And you're right, but it's been fun, and hopefully the Yankees can keep it going. You, as always, this was an amazing appearance. And you know how much I love you, Peter King, and Bernie loved you, too. And we will uh, get you back on the air next Wednesday and then see you at St. Patrick's after the show next Wednesday. It'll be very exciting.
0: It'll be great. And we got to uh, work out that get-together. that's where we're going to have dinner. So yes,
1: yeah, the five we of us. Yeah, we, Danielle and I can't wait. We love you and Roseman, Melissa, the whole crew. Thank you so much, Peter. Great job today. Thank you so
0: much. Okay, Sid, you're the best, right? Bye Thank
1: now. you. You too. There he is, folks. Congressman Peter King, great on this show every week. Bernie loved him. I love him. And he's big on John Katzmatini's show, too. He's just a terrific guy. His wife, Rosemary's a lovely lady, and he was a great, great politician. I miss him.